Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. Father, I thank you that the entrance of your word gives light and brings understanding to the simple. There's one thing we desire. Teach us your word. Holy Spirit, you are the teacher of truth, the magister veritatis, the only one who can teach truth. Holy Spirit, teach us the truth of God's word. We are hungry for you. Oh, bread of life, bread of heaven, feed us. We need your word. Open the eyes of our understanding that we may behold wondrous things in your word. I submit myself under your influence, Holy Spirit, as I teach your word. Let me not speak the ideas of men, but let me speak the unadulterated, infallible, non-compromising word of God to bless your people, to save the lost, to heal the sick, to encourage the despondent, and Lord, bring conviction to the sinning, and to stir up giftings and callings and mantles. Father, we thank you. We subdue every, every work of the flesh. And we bring into captivity any high thing that exalts itself above your word. And we pray that your, your word will have preeminence. Christ, we pray that let your voice be heard. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Last, yesterday, I spoke about um, Thanksgiving, David's way. And I want to continue from there and... I want to build on that briefly because what's David's style of thanksgiving? Building the house. Okay, so I want to just um, just share something shortly. Possibly I will want to call it builders for God. Amen. You know, because if we are going to do it David's way, then that means we have to build. Amen. Second Samuel chapter seven. I would read from verse 12. This is God speaking to David. When your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I will set up your seed after you who will come from your body and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build, he shall, verse 13, he shall build a house for my name. I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I'll be his father and he shall be my son. If he commits iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the blows of the son of men. So verse 12 again, he says that, um, sorry, verse 13, he shall build a house for my name. I want to bring to your attention that God is looking for builders. Builders. That's why when David attempted to build for God, he got God's attention. It's very interesting. In um, second, uh, First Chronicles chapter twenty-two, verse one downwards, then David said, "This is the house of the Lord God, and this is the altar of burnt offering for Israel." 
So David commanded to gather the aliens who were in the land of Israel, and he appointed masons to cut, cut hewn stones to build, to build the house of God. And David prepared iron in abundance for the nails of the doors of the gates and for the joints and bronze in abundance beyond measure. And cedar trees in abundance for the Sidonians and those from Tyre brought much cedar wood to David. Verse 5. Now David said, Solomon, my son, is young and inexperienced and the house to be built for the Lord must be exceedingly magnificent. Yeah. This is very interesting. See the mindset of the man. He said, the house that is supposed to be built for the Lord is to be exceedingly magnificent, famous and glorious throughout all countries. Why won't God bless David? The guy had a certain mindset about the things of God. He said, nothing should beat what you give to God. Nothing should exceed what you give to God. The best must go for God. Very important. To, must, the best of your times must be invested in church work. The best. If you will do it, please do it well. Do it well. Faithfulness matter. Faithfulness. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Matthew 25, verse 21. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little things. And I said, enter into the joy, not your joy, my joy. I'm about to celebrate, but because of your faithfulness, come on, join me. Wow. Okay. Join me, join me. It's like someone's going somewhere, especially sitting in, in a presidential convoy, and they stop. Say, oh, where are you going? The same stadium, come, come, come and sit near me. Join me in my joy. I remember last few weeks ago, Archbishop went to preach some Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams went to preach somewhere and he asked me to join him so I was in the hotel I drove there so I, I knew I was going to drive after the, his convoy and he said no no just come come so I had to sit near him in the next to him I was sitting I was, I, I was feeling my God hey, my God what is this you know you sometimes you go to some place you see some places and you can't really talk you are stupefied because this, am, am I supposed to be here and when we arrived, the security, they came, opened the, ah, they opened their doors. And the convoy, I felt so, I said, mm. you know, I, it wasn't mine. It was his convoy. But I said, enter my convoy. He said, thou good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the, your Lord. He has said something to enjoy. He said, come and join me. Verse 23. Thou good and faithful servant, enter, enter into the joy of the Lord. But when he came to the other one, he said, thou wicked servant. Lazy and wicked. He said, take him away and put him into outer darkness. That's interesting. Is it hell? That's interesting. 
Why is this the outer darkness? If God permits, maybe I'll talk about that tomorrow. But, <laughs> but faithfulness matters. God is just watching you to see how faithful you are with the little. When no one is watching, when no one is clapping for you, God never easily elevates people. He elevates faithful people. I see elevation coming to somebody. So he said that the house that we must be built for God must be exceedingly magnificent. And exceedingly, it must exceed all levels of magnificence. This one must go above everyone. Exceed. Exceedingly magnificent and it must be famous and glorious throughout all countries. I will now make preparation for it. God said, David, you won't build it. But I said, well, if you won't build it, me, I'll make... If they say you are not leading the choir, you don't, you don't sing nice. <laughs> you you only, only, only sing well when you are leading. You, you only pray when you are the one leading. <laughs> But when you are in a congregation, you won't do that. (laughs) Preaching. (laughs) Please be seated. (laughs) Are you here with me? One of the things I don't understand is when musicians who or singers who, when they finish, they go outside when the preaching is I, I can't understand that craziness craziness it cannot be accepted when, when we are preaching you are, you are uh, uh, going for fresh air ah. <laughs> that's why we, do, we don't need fresh air <laughs> it's a bad boy spirit bad boy. Bad boy please sit down let me just work this thing <laughs> <laughs> so David said so David made abundant preparation before his death hmm. I think you should start considering adding the church to your will Amen. because you go and meet him yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please, not just your children. No. In your will, in your will, there must be a place for church. Mustard seed church. You have left a property. You've left lands in your will. Before you die, think about what you are leaving for the church. Make preparation. David made preparation. Abundant preparation. Before he died. Abandoned before his death. He prepared for the church. Prepared for the church. The people I don't understand is the people who just get up and go on holidays. When you have role to play in church. You just get up and... Ah, wait, wait, please, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. You are going for holidays. Oh, I am going to be away... Two weeks. 
You let's even say three weeks, two weeks, two weeks. The two weeks, you must make sure it's only one Sunday that you miss. So go on a Saturday, go on a Monday, come back on a Saturday. But you you are going on a Friday and cover the, the weekend, Sunday, and then cover under and then come back on a Monday. Shame. You are not preparing preparing abundantly for the church. You just get up and go holiday. In fact, you cut the holiday short because your boss said come. But not the church. It's because of your job. That's why you came early. Yes. As soon as you landed, you go to work. So you plan to go to work. I'm preaching for somebody. Watch this. Your life is built around your work. I'm about that's why I came today. <laughs> Please be seated. Normally, those at the back. Yeah. <laughs> they can't get to them. Is them. <laughs> yeah. Please be seated. Let's go on. Watch, watch this. You should, you should ask your church leader, your departmental leader, your pastor, that I'm planning on going. Don't do the reservation. I'm planning within this time. Is that okay? Or is that okay? Because I and then he, he give him the chance to say that no, you can't go. Because when you go, because of the conference come, you can't go. Give him the chance. But they can't. They can't lead you. They can't pastor you. You are an Ogbontia on your own. That is not the Christianity Jesus put us in. Some of you are not happy at all. <laughs> Please be seated. <laughs> I want to finish. When I finish weekly, I'll pray for one or two people, some sick people. I mean, someone who is your health, God's me. But before we move into all those things today, let me just teach. If we don't get to do it today, tomorrow is going to be Holy Ghost time. We will prophesy, we will cast out devils, we will preach, we will do impartation, we will use anointing oil and everything. But today, let's receive the word. hallelujah so so please think about the church now listen to what i don't understand you are getting a job and the job pays you maybe three times your current salary salary and the job is in the backside of dubai somewhere and you move and go not considering the impact on your church life is the pay that is determining your location, not church. No, listen. Don't build your life around your salary or your job. Build your life around your worship. Around your worship. When he was dying, he was thinking about what legacy he's living. He was living for God's house. No wonder. Even Jesus Christ has to describe himself as the, the offspring and the root of David. Is that I, David started from me and I took over from him. 
What, who is this David? Why must he be central? When he appeared, he says that, I have the keys of David. Jesus said, I have the keys of David. And I'm showing you the key of David. It's not, <laughs> some people think it's God killed Goliath. No! It's not Goliath. Goliath, everybody does exploits. Moses opened the Red Sea. Don't forget, before he killed Goliath, he has killed a bear. By, even Goliath, he killed him on a battlefield. But the bear in the wilderness. And the lion. So those, those were even wilder things than Goliath. So if it's just the achievements, it, God would have spoken about his achievements. But it's, not, it, it's his heart for God's house. That's what secured him his positioning. After God has done something for him, he sat down and said, God, I want to do something for your house. I want to build. Say build. Build. build Most sometimes mothers take a day off or a week off because of their child. They have to work around their, their, their child care. Yeah. Why? Because I'm a mother. You can't just give me a job and expect me to be there from nine till nine. I'm a mother. So my job must fit around my motherhood role. You are a builder. Your job must fit around your builder, build, building trade. We are builders. He called us to build. Please be seated. Let me show you a few things. He was the first person who started in Genesis. Bible says in Genesis chapter 2 verse 8. Bible says that, uh, let's read from verse 7. That's interesting. And the Lord God formed man. I don't want to come back here. So that's why I made us read it. Formed man from where? Of the, of the dust of where? The ground. So he took the dust of the ground and formed man, breathed into him. Man became a living. Verse 8. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. So it's like he actually built a garden. And then he puts man there. And he says that he gave him commandment to eat. And then he said, till the ground. What I've put you in, make sure it's working. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil the church. May you be known in a church as someone who has made a difference. And may it never go on record in your lifetime that because of you, the things you say, someone left the church. You left and they say, why are you still there? Okay. (laughs) May it never go on record. Ever in your history that somebody left the church because of your instigation. You. So, some of you, if someone is planning on leaving a church, when they get to you, they will actually stay and do more. Yeah. Because you are, you, it, you are like a barrier. It does not work through you. Some of you, there are people who have left the church and you were the last person they told that I'm thinking of leaving. And you told them, pray about it and if God is leading you, I can't say. You can't say what? How can God lead somebody like that? <laughs> All right, let's, let's go to. So God himself built and said, tilt it. There's a, there's a few things I want you to understand. And then, so God said, tilt it. And when God um, uh, uh, gave him the work to do, Adam messed up and they missed God. Because they disobeyed him and ate what God told them not to eat. All right. Then, so that was the first fall. They fell because they didn't engage their spirit. Genesis chapter 2. Chapter 3, verse 7. They didn't engage their spirit. Bible said, if so, from verse 6, sorry, from verse 6, Genesis 36, the woman saw 
the tree was good for food. Oh, pleasant to the eyes. And desire, tree desirable to... So he was judging with his emotions and his soul. Her soul. Not her spirit. So this, she disengaged her spirit and her emotions left, uh, led her. And they missed God. That's the first fall. And the second fall. Oh. The second fall happened when man now decided to use... It. So first fall, he didn't engage his spirit. Second fall, now he began to use his soul to determine how things must run. So God has given them an instruction. If you are bringing me an offering, it must not be bloodless. God does not like offering that doesn't have blood. (laughs) Your offering must have blood. So then Cain comes, Genesis chapter 4, verse 2, and and verse 3 particularly. Cain brings offering to God from the ground which God has cursed. No blood. He brought, brought an offering to the Lord Fruit of the ground, uh, uh, fruit uh, to the Lord. No, look at verse 4. And the brother, verse 4, that Abel brought first, firstborn of the flocks of the fatness, of their fat, and the Lord respected. Why? It wasn't because of the fatness, but because it had blood. God, God gave them an example. When Adam and Eve sinned, he himself, the Bible said, he made his king. So God shed blood. Sacrifice must, must have blood. God doesn't re- respect bloodless sacrifices. That's why, pastor, for your church to grow, it must cost your blood. Sacrifice your life. You must feel it. The people who do a little say, oh, I'm doing too much. What, what, how do you define too much? You have to do it. It's like your life is in this thing. Your soul. You must be buried in the soil of ministry. (laughs) So that's the fall because man decided to use his soul to offer God what God has not prescribed. He decided, that's how religion was started. They define how to reach out to God. Not God, God should not determine it. They determine it. And that's how Cain missed God. So the the second fall was being led by the soul. The third fall was when man now, chapter 6, verse 3. It was now indulging in the flesh in his last fornication. Now the flesh has taken over. First fall, didn't engage his spirit. Second fall, his soul was leading. That's why I'm not happy. I don't know. And now this when I come to church, I'm not happy. That kind of childish thing. Please stop saying it. <laughs> stop saying it. It doesn't look good on you. <laughs> and I come to church. And so I'm not coming to Ah! Such an intelligent person like you. <laughs> hey! All right, so, so I'm just showing you some things in the scriptures. Because of our, our self-centered centered generation, even church must be built around you. You are not that important. Christ is the center of everything. You, don't let, you shouldn't be seen. Be missing. Let Christ, he said he must decrease and I must decrease and he must increase. Jesus must increase. It's not increasing, and it's just you and you. When you any little thing we do, you are so high maintenance person. <laughs> Intensive care unit. 
<laughs> okay, so let's go on with this because I've got a few things to draw your attention to quickly. And so man fell, the, th- the third fall was when a flesh, and now indulging in the last of the flesh. Bible says in Genesis chapter 6, verse 2, verse 5, verse 11. Now, the sons of men began to take daughters. <laughs> the girls began to take girls for this. Uh, the sons of God began to take the daughters of men and went into them. <laughs> hey! That's verse 2. That's verse 2. Genesis chapter 6, verse 2. It says that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, they were beautiful, and they took them away uh, to themselves um, of all who they chose. And then, where do you read further? They said they went into them. And then, verse 5, they were indulging. And God said, No, I can't bear with this again. Now, the indulgence of the flesh. The Bible says that he who lives by the flesh, you will die. Yeah. Romans chapter 8, verse 13. If you live according to the flesh, you will die. The flesh is not supposed to be leading you. And so that's the, the third fall. And then guess the fourth fall. The fourth fall came in just before Abraham. When men said, we don't need the government of God. God shouldn't rule. The church is not democracy. It's theocracy. God must rule the church through the set man. So when the pastor says we are all going north, you don't say, oh, me, but me, I'm cont-. No, no, please. Please, we are not voting. I know what you are thinking. I'm a pastor. I ain't trying to say a pastor cannot go wrong. You and God, who is matter? Who is matter? God, in his wisdom, has set it like that. If he didn't give me the breast to feed my, breastfeed my children... Let's take it like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I have stronger muscles and it to be good. My breast will be very powerful for the children. God knows that, but I still gave it to the women. <laughs> uh, is someone learning something at all? I'm, I'm saying a lot of things by God's grace. <laughs> so, he said, we don't need the governance of God again. Let's make ourselves. Genesis chapter 11, that's a serious one. Genesis chapter 11, verse 1 and verse 2 and verse 3 and verse 4. Look at this. This is serious. He says that, and it came to pass, look at verse 2, and it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shina, and they, they dwelt there. Look at verse 3. Then they said to one another, come, let us make bricks. Say bricks. Oh, I feel like bricks. Say bricks. And beg them thoroughly. Beg them thoroughly. They uh, uh, and beg them thoroughly. They 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 had bricks for for what? Hmm. This is too deep now. I pray that I'll be able to work this. They had bricks for stones, and they had asphalt for mortar. Look at the next verse, verse four. And they said, "Come, let us build a what?" They never said, let us build for God. Let's build ourselves a city. 
and a tower whose top is in the heavens. And let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the earth. Let's secure our, our future. Let's secure our future. <laughs> Let's make a name so you are building all this running and everything you are building a name for yourself and make sure you are secured meanwhile you are not called to build a city you are called to build a house the house can only be built house of God is only built with stones not bricks bricks what's the difference between stone and brick stone is God made or natural? So, First Kings chapter six, verse seven: the temple that was built, it was built with stones that were already hewn in the quarry, stones. And the temple, when it was built, was built with what? Stones, not bricks. God never builds with bricks; He only builds with stones. That's why I said we are living stones. He said, we as living stones are being built into the spiritual house. First Peter chapter 2 verse 5. We also as lively stones, depending on your translation, or living stones, First Peter 2 5, uh, as living stones, and you also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices. We are being built, we are stones. When God, Jesus saw Peter, he said, hey, come Peter, John chapter 1, verse 42. He says that your name shall no longer be. John 1, 42. Then when, they, and when he brought him to Jesus. Now Jesus looked at him. He said, you are Simon, son of Jonah. You shall no longer be called Cephas. Which, uh, sorry, sorry. You shall be called Cephas, which is by interpretation, interpretation a stone. Why? Because I'm going to use you for building. Is someone getting what I'm saying? The reason why you are born again is for you to be a building material and for you to build. That's why when you are grateful to anything God has done for you, the important thing on your mind is building. So David, when he had been, when he was so thankful, he said, I need to build God's house. God said, that is the key I'm looking for human beings. You have got the key for humanity. Not for yourself. So when you read the Bible, it says that he shall build for my name. When David was telling about Solomon, he said, Solomon, he shall build for my... Look at where I started. I'll come back to the, the stone matter. But look at First uh, Chronicles chapter 22, verse 6. 1 Chronicles chapter 22, verse 6. Is someone learning something? Then he called... Uh, look at the guy was about to die. He prepared before his death. Then he called his son Solomon and charged him to build a house for the Lord God of Israel. That's all he told him to do. He prepared everything in abundance. And he said, Solomon, build. What are you teaching your children? PhD is good. I make sure when the child is going for academic excellence, he has in his mind, as for me, all this I'm doing is to build God's house. Yeah. <laughs> Remember how you prayed for God to give you that child. Now, your biggest focus is for them to excel in academics. That's all? No. They must excel, but they should not lose sight of building. 
send them, train them to play very early for church. Not so that they can get scholarships for some uh, sports schools or something like that. No, play for church. Train the child to play. The violin, in our church, we don't play violin. Because of you, your son, we have to buy violin. Get you yourself, buy violin, and they'll be playing in church. Cello, all those instruments. Don't just be training them to play so they can get good placement in certain top universities and scholarships. No! It's good if it happens. But your objective should be building the house of God. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I'm, I'm saying some very strong things. So, so God told them that they said to themselves, come and let's make bricks. Because as to the name of God, building for the name of God, you know, he said, Solomon will build for my name. So remember, I'll raise a son who will build for my name. Yeah, because God's name is important. Anything you are building, make sure you are doing. Bible says in Colossians chapter 3, I think verse 23, he said, whatsoever you do, whether indeed or what, do it all. Colossians 3. Whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, not unto man. It's very important. So, they said, Genesis chapter 11. They said, come and let's build. And they made bricks. Say bricks. bricks. How do you get bricks? You have to take the soil, mix it, and burn the life out of it. Kill the life out of it. That's how men build cities. So they say, come together. Genesis chapter 11, verse 4. He said, let's come together. Come, come. Let us build ourselves a city. And let us make a tower whose reach the top. And let us make a name for ourselves. Let's we'll be scattered. So before then, they said, let's make bricks. Verse 3. So they made bricks. The same thing Pharaoh did. In Exodus chapter 1, verse 14. They made the children of Israel make bricks to build. Exodus chapter 3, verse, um, verse 14. 114, 114, not 3. 114, please. You made a mistake. No, 114. Yes. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar, in bricks, and in all manner of services in the field. And when you read the verse 11, they were building Ramses. They were building, verse, look at verse 11. Look, look at verse 11. And therefore, they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh uh, supply cities, Python and Ramses. They were building the city for Pharaoh. Is it, is it possible somebody's doing that? Wow. And how do you build for Pharaoh? You need bricks. And the bricks, you remember I told you, Genesis chapter 2, verse, verse, verse um, yeah. 7. Yeah. From the soil of the earth, God took man. So the soul, watch this, this remember, soil is supposed to be supporting life. There is something about the soil that is supposed to bring forth. Genesis 1.11. It says that let, the 1.11, put it on the screen, let me show you something. It said, and God said, let the earth bring forth grass. So the, the earth, the soil is meant to bring forth. So God, God took man from the earth. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, it says that the first man is of the earth, Adam. It's, it's, it's the earth. 1 Corinthians 15, 15, 47. The first man is of the earth. Earth is an earthly man from the earth. The first man was of the earth. That's why God told Adam and Eve when they sinned, he said, Dust thou art, and to dust you return. Genesis chapter 3, verse 19. So you return to dust. There's something. Remember the parable of the sower. Jesus said, A, a man went to sow. 
Some went in the soil. Some fell in good place. The soil is supposed to support life. And not any life, but the life of God. But what the city life does is, it gets you so busy, it burns out the life of God from you. And you become a brick for the building of cities. So you are a city builder instead of a church builder. Working for Pharaoh, building for Pharaoh. You look so sophisticated, but listen, the life is being burned out of you. That's why the more, the more you are pursuing this, some of these things, the more your attendance to church is going down. The more your fire is going down. You, you, you are doing well when you are jobless. Now that you got a job, the job has taken over your worship. You are busy building city. Busy building city. I'm not saying we shouldn't work because he said he who does not work must not eat. We should work. But make sure you don't burn out the, God, the life of God out of you. That's how we get breaks. Burn it. He says, let us burn it thoroughly. Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 and 3. So let us make breaks. Let's burn it. So uh, do you remember people who, you know people who used to be on fire and now job, 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 job. Burn out the life of God out of you. You used to be a powerful preacher. You used to, some of the people used to be active in church. Church was around them. Now Job, they didn't intend to do that. But the nature of city life, when you want to build in a city, your life, the life of God is going to be bent out of you. You have to, you have, so every, every engagement, every embankment in life, you go on, you must make sure you keep your eye, your eye on anything that will take you away from worship. Amen. That job that took you away from church, God never gave you that job. Hey. <laughs> Why will God give you a job that will take you out of church? Think about it. Please be seated. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing something very central to the heart of God, which our modern day Christianity has, 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 has eroded. Eroded. What kind of Christianity are we now left with? At least thank God for, for apostles and prophets like Bishop Doug. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> this is going on tape, so I have to be. Uh, is it being recorded? Now? A certain, a certain guy I knew. He's a top guy. He was doing well in the city, but when he was in in school, he was a man of fire. He loved God. So when he was even in his professional life, he still goes to church. But go to a time, he felt like I want to stop. I, I, no, I, I, I want to start because I feel God wants me to do His work. So he wanted to. Because he was running his own business, doing very well. But I felt like the business somewhere, I can make sure I sustain it. But I won't put much of my energy in it so I can have time for God's work. He spoke to a great man of God that I want to enter the pastoral field. He said, you know what? We have now many pastors. We need more businessmen. Lord have mercy. He meant it well. But sometimes, if we are not careful, we will miss what is on the heart of God. We will miss God because of what we are pursuing. Mm. 
built for Pharaoh. Built cities when he was supposed, when they were supposed to be building a name for God. Build. Okay, so what were we, were they supposed to build? Read the Bible. Noah, when they came out of the flood, the first thing Noah did was to build an altar. Uh, Genesis chapter 8 verse 20. When they came out, Genesis 8 20. And Bible says, and Noah built. An, and Noah did what? Yeah. Noah did what? Yeah. An altar is a meeting place dedicated for God. Yeah. When they came out of it, he built an altar and then he called on the name of the Lord. Built an altar (laughs) to the Lord and took every clean animal, every every clean bed and offered burnt offerings on the altar. How about Abraham? As soon as God called Abraham, Genesis chapter chapter 12, verse 7 and 8. As soon as God called Abraham, Bible says that, and the Lord appeared to Abraham Abraham and said, to you, Uh, to your descendants, I will give this land. And the, there, he built an altar to the Lord who appeared to him. He built an altar. Built for God. He built. Verse, verse 8. And he moved from there. Watch, watch this. Move from there to the mountain, the mountain east of Bethel and pitched his tent. Now, the another word for that pitch is built. So Abraham built two things. An altar and a tent. He didn't build a house. He built an altar for God and a tent just to keep him going. So he was dwelling in tents throughout. Because do you know why he was dwelling in tents and never built, built a proper house? It's because Bible said Abraham never settled anywhere. Because whilst he was going, uh, Abraham was looking for a certain city. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 9 and 10. Abraham was looking for a city. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents and with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs of, uh, with him of the same promise. Look at verse, the next verse, verse 10. For he, wait, uh, he waited for a city which have foundations, whose builder and maker is God. He waited for us. Look at verse 13. Verse, no, verse 16. Let's go at verse 16. Verse, 16. verse 13 to 16, I think it's better. Verse 13. These all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on this, of this earth. On this, go to the next verse. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. Go to the next verse. And truly, if they called, uh, they, they, they are called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had the opportunity to return. Because see, you are thinking of too much about Sodom. You are God has delivered for Sodom from that boy, but your mind is still on him. God has delivered you from this guy. You still are keeping his number for what? Why are you still keeping that holiday pictures? Delete those pictures. Get rid of those pictures. Some of you husbands, you are still you are still befriending your ex-girlfriend on Facebook. On Instagram? No! Stop the conversation! All 
right. I don't want to be distracted because I want to finish something here. Please be seated. <laughs> Is someone learning something? Watch this. And Bible says that for but 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 now they desired a, a better that is a heavenly country therefore god is not ashamed to be called their god for he had prepared when god created man he had something in mind he had a city in mind so when men fell after cain killed his brother watch this after cain killed his brother bible says that he ran away and god punished him god said you and you know what genesis chapter 4 verse 17 he went and bible says that he gave birth and his son he called his son Eno. and god do you know what he did and cain knew his wife and his wife conceived and bore Enoch. and cain built a city and called the name of the city after the name not for god godless men they are not focusing on the, the work of god they are not building for god if you be, if you are not careful godless men will advise you on your worship they are telling you about but church we also go to church do you also go to church but you are not a serious christian you don't have the pay grade to advise me <laughs> i am a built i'm busy building you are building cities i'm building the house two different things and material the building materials are different god uses stones you are using bricks how dare you come and advise me on how i i work my stones you don't have a working knowledge on what i'm trying to do <laughs> wow i know i'm saying if you have to listen to it over and over because it's packed let me show that <laughs> build your house on the rock and build for God. So, so watch this. Abraham was called. Abraham, remember, the first one who attempted to build the city was the killer, the murderer. When he killed his brother, he invented religion, killed his brother out of jealousy. Bible says that don't go the way of Cain. According to Jude 1:11, the way of Cain is not a good way. And then when he left, he went and built a city. Called the, the name of the city after his son. And then, th after that, you know what happened in that city? They started do, having musical equipment. For, for amusement. Creating weapons for defense. I'm telling you, it's there. And the rearing cattle. That's the first time. Man was not called to, uh, uh, created to rear cattle. But when the city life came, they have to rear cattle so that it can protect them, sustain them. They were put in the garden to eat from the tree, not to go and rear cattle. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is there Genesis chapter? Oh, I told you Genesis chapter four, from verse seventeen all the way down. Was you see when he built the city, the content of the city life, human security, human amusement, entertainment, TV, 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 TV. Yeah. And some of us, after, after service, you are going to sit behind the TV. After such a word, instead of going to listen, read your Bible and pray, you are going to watch TV. The people, the, sister, the people I don't understand is the people who stay late at night and watch TV, watch TV. You know you have service in the morning. And you watch TV and come late. I didn't sleep early. How come you didn't sleep early? 
what were you doing if you have an exam or a major interview would you have done that that because you don't respect the work of god a shepherd like you saturday night you should be seeking the face of god you are watching uh, tv and much of the uh, match of the day <laughs> thank you sir much of the day much of the day and sunday morning you you a pastor sunday morning you go and stand before the people you don't have anything from god and now now it looks like in our in our in our generation in our society if you want to be relevant in church you have to be drink talking about football talking about politics so many many ministers behind puppets are talking about brexit football and all those things they void of god's word god reserves the right to be heard in church yeah. <laughs> and what do i mean i'm not saying just preaching just preach from the bible Explain the text. Open the book. Open the book to the people of God. Don't mute the voice of God and bring your own human ideologies and opinions. And don't don't give anybody the right to tell you that the Bible is boring. The devil is a liar. Please be seated. Be seated. I'm saying some serious things. <laughs> this Thanksgiving convention is a good one. I think I want to come up with a, come up with a slogan for the convention. Just for today. And the, the, these three days I'm here. Okay. The slogan is, when he said, um, convention 2018, we are building for God. <laughs> Convention 2018. Convention 2018. Some people are sitting on the back there. They are watching me like I'm a I'm a comedian. <laughs> Please be seated. <laughs> Is somebody getting something? Convention 2018. I like the way the two of you did it. We are building for God. Conversion 2018. We are building for God. Please be seated. Enoch built, but not for God. He built a city. And they invented instruments. They invented instruments. They invented weapons. They were doing all... Man was prospering. But guess what? At the expense of their worship. Prosperity. Not every prosperity is worth it. It will cost you your soul. <laughs> hey, I'm preaching. Oh. <laughs> preaching, no. <laughs> so, Abraham, Noah built. Abraham shows on Abraham, our father. When God spoke to the Bible, said, and Abraham built an altar and built a tent. Whilst the Tower of Babel. The, chapter 11, Genesis chapter 11, they were building what? They were building city and a tower. City to make a name for themselves and tower to dwell in. Abraham said, no, an altar for God and a tent to dwell in. Because he didn't want the city of man. He knew that God has a city. So whilst he was building, he had his eyes, his mind on the city of God. In Revelation, he said, and I saw the new Jerusalem coming from heaven. From, from heaven, from God, adorned as a bride prepared for his 
for her. Excuse me, Revelation chapter 21, verse 1, 2. Oh, it's lovely. And then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the, the, the first earth has gone away. The first, and there was no more. See, look at verse 2. And I saw, and then I saw, I John, I saw the holy city. The holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. So God has a, had a city, and he has a city. He said, for you have come to Mount Zion. You've come to Mount Zion. You've come to the city of the living God. You remember that text? Yeah, he said, you've come to the city. Hebrews chapter, chapter 12, sorry, chapter 10. You've come to the city of the living God. Yeah, chapter 12, verse 22. You've come to the city of the living God. God has a city. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 10, sorry, verse 12, he says that he who overcome, I'll give him a special name. And I'll write the name of the city of my God on him. God has got a city. And so when, what they did, what, in, what Cain did was to have, make a counterfeit of what God has got. Right from Genesis. And then t- the, the Babylonians came, Babel. They built a city. Wow. So God had to call Abraham. Abraham built an altar. And then Isaac came on the scene. Genesis chapter 26, verse 25. And Isaac built an altar. And then Jacob comes on the scene. Genesis chapter 35, verse 7. And Jacob built an altar. And Genesis chapter 33, verse 20 as well. Jacob built. These guys were builders of altar. That's why it's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They all built an altar. What are you building? Build for God. Build for God. Tell someone, shake the person, tell, build for God. It's so nice. <laughs> Lady Pastor Sheila, God, David told his son, that son, build the house of God. That's one, he said, build God's house. Build God's house. Thank God we are in a church that believes in building. building. We, are not, we are not talking about physical building. It's all part of it, but we are talking about making sure the work of God is thriving. Yeah. Making sure whether it's through your life, your sacrifice, your anything, you always put God's work first. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Abraham built for God, Isaac built for God, um, Jacob built for God. Then Jesus himself shows up on the scene. <laughs> Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, he says that. Upon this rock, I will build. Because man was meant to build. So when Jesus showed up, he said, I am coming to build. That's why when David got it, he said, you'll be the son of David. You'll be the, 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 the father of the Messiah. Because you have a mind to build. And he prepared so much to build. So Jesus shows up on the scene and he says that, and I also say unto you, you are Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church. So where do we come in? Then he says that we get born again, and now it's our turn to continue the building. And where does, in the Bible, does it say we should build? Oh, 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 hold on, I'm going to show you. I'm running up now. This is where I'm bringing you in. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, from verse 10, Paul said, I'm, I'm, I'm me as a master builder. I've, he himself calls himself a master builder. <laughs> he's not a plumber, he's a builder. 
a real builder. He builds the house. He said, according to the grace of God, which was given to me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed. Now the ball is in your court. How you are going to build a set is your responsibility. Take it how it builds. For no other foundation or another foundation can no man lay except that which has been laid, which is Jesus. So the foundation is set. So you, when you come in born again as a Christian, you already have Christ. The foundation is upon this rock I'll build my church. Your revelation of Jesus, I accepted you. Now you have come in. You don't come and sit down and be enjoying the music. <laughs> you have to start building. And do you, look, look at verse 12. Interesting text. Look at verse 12. <laughs> Let's all read verse 12 together. Let's go. Gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, straw. What are the building materials here? We have gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw. One more time. What are the building materials? Gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, straw. Three, three. The last three, please, don't use it. Don't use it. Don't use it. The way you're, I know you are working in church, but the way you are working is like stone or, sorry, it's like straw or wood. You are singing the choir, but it's, it's sing, uh, wood, 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 straw singing. Yeah, ushering, but it is straw ushering or wooden ushering or hay ushering. <laughs> you are doing. So, so long as man is concerned, we are seeing you doing it. But so long as heaven is concerned, what you are doing is hay, is straw, is wood. It's not gold, it's not silver, it's not precious stone. Because the city of God can only be built with gold silver and precious stone time will not permit me i would have shown you he said and i saw the heavenly jerusalem and when he started describing the heavenly jerusalem the the, the new jerusalem the heavenly city when he started describing it he said it was made up of precious stones revelation chapter 21 from verse 18 that was it was made up of precious stones gold most of us have been thinking and the streets they, they tell you that when i go to heaven the streets so it's not the heaven has not got streets it's got streets one street he said, you are driving some cars. I will leave that for now. <laughs> See, we have, we have projected materialist, materialism into God's presence. So, I hear, I've heard preachers, great American preachers, and say about, how when I go to heaven, I'm going to ride a Bentley. <laughs> Bentley? What do you need a Bentley in heaven for? <laughs> Rose Rice? Rush rice, I'll be my rush rice. You know what I'm saying? Look at that. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Am I saying something strange? We project materialism even into heaven. But that's for another day. So he said that be careful how you build. Be careful. We may be clapping for you like the way they clap for Moses. No, Moses went and he said, 
They said, oh, Moses has done it again. Look, he just hit the rock and water is coming. Moses, Moses, Moses. But God said, you see, they are clapping for you by you. Because of what you have done, you are not going to them. I spoke, I told you, speak to it. You went to hit the rock. Went to hit. So people are clapping for you, but heaven has given you thumbs down. Yeah. It all has to do with where it is starting from. Who is on your mind? What's on your heart as you are doing it? The people who get easily offended is because they didn't build for God. You can't be building for God and just be offended. You will only be offended when someone is spoiling God's work. That's the only time you saw Jesus angry or uh, uh, grievous bodily <laughs> harm. He, he was causing me. The Bible says that, listen, he went and he made twigs. He made it. He didn't, but he didn't take it. So he went, he was, he, he was thinking about it. Premeditated. He went and sat down. I can imagine. Whilst he was doing, he was sitting. <laughs> Good, this is strong enough. And what was he going to He's going to whip some people in church. No, 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 in church. In church, because they are spoiling the church. They are spoiling the church. He said, I'm coming with a, a whip. <laughs> he came intentionally. Prepared, went and made it, and then came. Bible said, and he whipped them, overthrew the money and the money tables. He said, "How dare you make my father's house the den of thieves?" He said, "My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves." And the Bible said, "The disciples remembered how it is written: the zeal of your house has consumed." You see, you don't have zeal for God's house. When you have zeal for God's house, some people you will not be, you will not befriend them again. I'm telling you. Some people can't be your friends. I know you are. I know you are. Uh, you are from the same family, but because of their disregard for God's work, they can't be your friends. You are, they are not your enemies, but they are not your friends. Well, how can you befriend somebody who has left a church and is insulting and speaking negatively about the church? How can you like their post on Facebook? What is wrong with you? You are a traitor. How? You went, oh, but what they said was so powerful. It doesn't matter. You can't be liking things that are, Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So they may be saying nice things, but pollution is in the heart. Anyone who befriends people who have left the church, they will also leave the church. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. A little living, living at the whole lamb. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. A little living. Spoil the whole thing. Yeah. He brought me to church and so on. It was David Cameron who appointed Theresa May. <laughs> As their home, home secretary or something like that. So, so as for who brought me, who, no, no, please, you, the zeal of God's house must consume you. For, for, for uh, the zeal for your house has eaten me up. That's why I behave the way I behave. Some of us, we only show emotions when it comes to music. When it comes to things that I said to you, I said, they said, I see somebody's about to become a millionaire. Yeah! 
that excitement is about your personal interest. You are not building the house. You are building a city for yourself. You are building a house for your name. That is why the things that only make you happy are the things that get your attention. A genuine builder for God, even if it doesn't make you happy, as long as it is it's building, you are happy for it. You don't have to be the one. David was not the one to build. But he said, I'll make sure that the building is seamless. You are not the one to lead the song, but I will make sure that the singing is going so well. You make sure that the singing is going so well, even though you are not the one chosen. Unless it's showmanship. Just want to come and display your abilities. So you are not building for God. So it's very easy for us to build for ourselves and not for God. And those are the things that deny us from building with gold, silver, or precious stone. If you build with gold, silver, precious stone, or wood, hay, and straw, what happens? Let me show you and then we close. Please be seated. (laughs) Kabada Shakataya. Levis, are you okay? The way I say anything, you're looking. No, Levis, you. Is it? <laughs> she, uh, the way she was quiet. Um, uh, even when I say, I've seen you. Hey, Kadaba Shakaya. I can I can read your heart from your face. I'm watching you. I'm watching you. You can tell I didn't come to get anything from you because I don't need it. I'm trying to help you so that by the time you are preparing to meet your maker, you have something to say. You have something to say. Because somebody who is genuinely thankful, you build God's house. If you are thankful to God, then you buckle down and start building. What we like, you you all the the energy, you you are expecting energy so much energy but really it is just excitement it's entertainment amusement it's not it's not it's not enjoyment of god and you are giving your heart to god that's why i say it doesn't matter what you do in the service the shouting when we close two weeks later we will know whether you are genuine i have a, i have a burden in my heart for the work of God. Other than that, there are some powerful builders here who can build with gold, silver, and precious stone. If we don't wake them up, they may end up being like the others who have made up their mind. They don't mind. They'll build with straw, wood, and hay. So we came to wake up the giants. Convention 2018. Conversion 2018. We are building for God. We are building for God. Conversion 2018. We are building for God. What are we doing? We are building for God. Please be seated. You know the scary, the scariest bit. Verse 13, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. It says that. Each one's, this is very worrying, you know. 
is each one's work will become clear you see we will not know now but the time the day will show it for the day will declare it <laughs> a day is coming a day is coming i realized that he didn't talk about sin immorality in this text and the other time I was studying, but why? Because he says, I will, God will say to you, Jesus said, well done, done and, thou good and faithful. He didn't say, thou holy servant, thou good and faithful servant. So I was thinking, but how about our, your, yeah, yeah. What it does is that sin desensitizes you to God. So when you are building, you're actually not building for God because you have lost track with God. You've lost touch. The Spirit of God is not passing through you. Most people who complain in church, there's sin in their life. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's the pornography. Those, <laughs> are, are you listening to me? The ashes, ashes, I. Pornography and the masturbation is spoiling your worship. It's spoiling your quality of your service. That's why you are becoming easily offended and irritated about things that are actually helping the church, but it's, 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 it's disrupting you. So that's why you are easily getting irritated. Hey, sister fornication. Close the Blackwell Tunnel. Close the tunnel, okay? Sister, because you are a church worker. Build with gold. Let your work be clean. Build with gold. Don't say, oh, that's the first I don't know. This thing has become my weakness. It's wickedness, not weakness. You have to do something about it. I didn't get a chance but because I have so much. I would have been showing you from Genesis how men called on the name of the Lord. Genesis, from, from the time of Genesis chapter 4, verse 26, men began to call on the name. And 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, it says that pursue righteousness with all those who call on the name of the Lord out of a pure heart. In a great house, there are many vessels. Many vessels. He who, if you can yourself or dis- disconnect yourself cleanse yourself from the latter in other words the sinful life he says that in a great house no, he says that for the the, 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 fun- the foundation of the lord stands firm having this seal that god knows those who are his second timothy chapter 2 verse 19 and let anyone who names the name of god depart from iniquity because in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but there are also common vessels v- disposable co- vessels disposable vessel said if anyone purchases himself from the latter he'll be a vessel meet for the master's use so how god can use you determines how is determined by how you have purged yourself from iniquity and the god using you is what builds because no man can build you can't build for god you don't have what it takes is god working through you for it is god who is at work in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure God must be working through you. 
but the way you are so comfortable with sin. You are regular in church, but comfortable with sin. <laughs> am I am I am I being too? Deal with the sin situation. Deal with it, my brother. Deal with it. It's undermining the quality and the purity and the fineness of your worship. And you're building for God. You are actively building by a straw because sin has infiltrated it. Sin. Iniquity. Sexual immorality. Some things you shouldn't watch. Brother, you can make up your mind that you watch it. <laughs> let, let the zeal of God's house consume you. Magadaka <laughs> Shakaya. Yeah. Babe station. No. It's not a, it's not a, it's not for a builder like you. Not for a builder like you. Don't like for a builder like you. Sister, you are not married to him. Don't share the house with him. Move out of the house. Stop trying to save money. Move out. Save your future. Don't save money. Move out of the house. Now when you come to church and we are preaching on this thing, they see the way you are feeling uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. God sent me to you. Move out of that house. Don't go and spend overnight or go there with overnight bag or that the devil is a liar. Throw away your sex toys. The devil is a liar. I feel like preaching. Convention 2018. Please be seated. <laughs> Am I preaching? This message is for Christians. Please be seated. Do you know what has been happening to the Bonnie Day Church, especially the charismatic church? We have created a safe haven and convenient haven for unbelievers. So they come and feel comfortable in our midst. How can someone who doesn't want God come to church and feel comfortable? We have to preach that devil out of you. The word of God cuts. Double S's. Quicker. Bible says that, and they were cut to the head and said, men and brethren, what shall we do? The word of God cuts. You, 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 you can't be singing in the choir and be, be messing up sexually. Singers, are you listening to me? Ashes, are you listening to me? Because, you see, I don't want your labor to go unrewarded. Because he said, each man, that thing, when I read it, it is scary. He said, each man, not group. 
each man's work will be tested. Will be made clear. Every man, you, your own, you, 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 you. Not, not the choir, not the vast choir. Each one, each each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each man's work of what sort it is. Fire will test your work. Fire will test your work. You look so powerful. You look like you are on fire for Jesus. But really, you are, you are not. You are just a sanguine. Your natural disposition is very excited person. But it doesn't mean you are on fire for Jesus. <laughs> Each man's work will be tested. For the day will make it clear. And he said, watch, go to the next verse, verse 14, and I'll end there. If any man's work which he has built, see, we are all building by to be tested. Yeah. Which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. Amen. Amen. But, go to the next verse, verse 15. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer losses, but he himself will be saved, yet as through fire. You'll be saved. But everything you have been trying to do is burnt out. Build gold, silver, precious stones. Those are the materials that God has uh, endorsed. He has the, the endorsement of God for building of his house. Any other thing God doesn't like. Brick, he can't stand. Brick is for godless cities burns out all the life out of you. So when you go and work and work and work and work and you say, I'm paying my tithe, it's like break. I'm not saying don't give your tithe, but you don't understand what, what you can do for God, you are not doing. And you are trying to buy him and cover it up. Compa thank you, compensate it because I give. God has never been in need. He doesn't need what you have to give. He needs your life. He never said, give me your cash. He said, give me your heart. God needs you. He needs you. He needs you. You are the building material he wants. You. If you are very grateful to God, it will show in your attitude in the building now. A thankful person will build for God. And once you have been made aware of the materials you have to build with, then because you are thankful, you begin to make adjustments. So you can actually build with quality material. You are building for God. David, David prepared quality material. Premium materials. Prepared them before he died. Prepared it for the building. He said, if I can't build it, let me prepare for it. For the name of God. Don't be like the tower, people in the Tower of Babel. Built and made, made name for themselves. Please don't do that. You want to change your car. Every month so people can see that, yeah, now you are prospering. Because Kumasi, where you came from, or... Somewhere, you know, Lagos, where you came from, or somewhere, um, you know, you have to show that you have you are doing well. You have to show that you are doing well. And so now, what people, how people see you, is more important to you than how God is judging you. Today, we have to do some repentance out of gratitude for God. You have to repent. He says that you have lost your first love. He said, Church of Ephesus, you, I, I know you hate 
the people, the four, you have tested those who call themselves apostles and they are liars, and you found them liars. Church of Ephesus, you have done well. I know, I, I know your faith. I know your works. He said, I know it. But yet, Revelation chapter 2 verse 4, yet I have one thing against you. You have lost your first love. Repent. He said, nevertheless, I have this against you. You have lost your first love. Even though you are doing a lot of works, you have lost your love. And verse, verse, verse 5 said, remember from whence you are fallen. And return to your first works, not love. Because your love will always be proved by the works. Repent. Unless else, that's a serious one. Else, me myself, I will come. I will come quickly. It's, this is not his second coming. This one, because of you, is coming to take an action. He said, "I will come quickly and remove your your lampstand from its place. I will. I will not give you the permission to shine for me again. Wow. I will take it from you. You won't shine for me again. These things we have lost them. We are having." Nice times, amusements, jamboree, yeah, yeah. and dancing. Uh, I will dance like David, uh, and the spirit of the Lord is so more. It's good, it's good, but there is something that our dancing should be pointed more to. So when we come here, dance like someone who is so grateful to God and back it with your works. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen.caris.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.